You're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're the people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 458 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Give me some Tinkerbell dust. I'm flying to Neverland. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Reagan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd, podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our review of the newest Disney Plus exclusive movie. It's a live-action Disney remake, Peter Pan and Wendy. But before we get into all of that, how's everybody doing this week? Aubrey, how was your Mother's Day? Um, It was okay. I, um... I wanted to go for a hike, so we started to go for a, what, a hike, and uh, one of my dogs had diarrhea the entire time, so <laughs> that wasn't that fun. <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah, but then... Um, Hopefully he's walking behind you up the hill. Yeah, she was walking on the side and just making me mad the whole time, and then Max made me breakfast, and um, Noah gave me a cup that says, um, it's not dog hair, it's border collie glitter. So that was really exciting for me. <laughs> and then I had tacos with my mom. So Awesome. We are glad to hear that you had a good Mother's Day. You deserve it. Marcellus Reagans, how the hell are you? I am doing good. I'm doing good. I finally got some designs up on our Tee Public store, uh, designs that I've been waiting to do for a while. Uh, one of them was a Dungeons and Dragons inspired one that we uh, use for our uh, use for like our cover page for social media. And I'm I was dying to get that onto a shirt at, at some point. Uh, so I finally got that one done and then uh, a nice Monster Squad inspired one because I love the Monster Squad. Uh, I finally got that designed up, too. So, yeah, there's some new designs up on the Public store. Uh, represent So Wizard. Support the show. Uh, you don't have to get a T-shirt and get some magnets to go in your fridge or stickers. Maybe a baby onesies. Maybe there's a new baby. Maybe you have some new moms out there. <laughs> and uh, put a, a So Wizard baby onesie on your kid. Uh, but, yeah, check out the Public store. Uh, with, there's going to be an amazing one coming up pretty soon. Uh, I'm very psyched for the, uh, the next batch that's going to hit. Wait a minute. My brother's having a baby in September. Guess what they're getting? My (laughs) face. (laughs) Congratulations to your brother. No, congratulations to me. (laughs) (laughs) I told him that I was going to tell his baby for the rest of her life that uh, she ate her twin. Wow. (laughs) That's horrible. That's dark. That's what Max said, but I was like, no, it's hysterical. He's like, you're awful. He said, we're going to be like those grandparents from here, Arnold. Pookie, you're off your meds. Poor, uh, poor baby. I feel bad already. Uh, Joey, how are you doing this week? Oh, my God. I am wiped out right now. I'm just destroyed. I'm so tired right now. 
I uh, had a great weekend with my wife, who is the mother of my two beautiful children. And Saturday, we drove down to Foxwoods Casino. Meet me at Foxwoods. And we <laughs> went to his concert. One of my wife's favorite bands went to see Styx. So that was great. They were amazing in concert. They played everything you'd want to hear, Mark. Come sail away. You know. Oh, whew. I was about to say, dude, I couldn't name you one stick song. You could name more than that. I think you probably just don't know the titles of them. They, def- they have a lot of hit songs. They're really good in concert. So I was, I was happy with that. That was a lot of fun. Spent some time at the casino, got something to eat. Uh, but because of, you know, just machinations in life, we didn't stay overnight anywhere. We, I, I drove down there and then I drove home. So I was oh. really tired the next day <laughs> yeah. and I had to finish watching uh, hook movie hook because I did that on TV's Travis's podcast it should be coming out this week by the time you hear that, if not already out. Uh, so I picked that. I had never seen it before. I didn't realize it was two and a half hours long. <laughs> so it took me two days to get through it. I had to watch the movie we're doing today. Uh, and I had to cram all my errands into one day because I had to be at work for uh, 8 a.m. this morning and I have an hour drive to work. So I have to leave the house close to 7 a.m. I used to get up around like a little after six. I worked till five o'clock. I drove an hour home and now here I am recording. So I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Pod before life, man. That's right. Pod before life. <laughs> this weekend and next weekend are, are going to be tough. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on, like in my personal life, not like in a bad way, but just like things happening that I have to be there for, like um, my son's birthday dinner next weekend and like doing some stuff with my wife over the weekend, plus like podcast stuff. So I have to try to fit in going to see Fast X. I have to uh, do we're going to do the live stream for the cure that day coming up next weekend. So there's like it's just all crushed in two days. It's tough right now. So pod before life, no weeks <laughs> off. Uh, I'm just really tired and I'm going to try very hard to get through this podcast tonight. Uh, we're going to make it. We're going to do it, man. Right. We are. We are. We're going to do it for you, the listener. But enough about us. You know what? Let's just talk a little bit more about us. Marcellus Reagans, please tell the listeners where they can find more. So was your podcast. <laughs> All right, so everybody can head on over to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly. You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our Tee Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. So definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Uh, You can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars podcast and network. Back to you, Joey. a lot of work.
okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long time, and I've been working on it for a while, okay? All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with our review of Peter Pan and Wendy. Together, we can make a difference. That's been the sign-off for everything Livestream for the Cure related ever since the event began back in 2017. Hello everyone, my name is Nick and I am the host of the Livestream for the Cure, an annual charity event to raise money for the Cancer Research Institute for immunotherapy research for a world immune to cancer. And over the past six years, we've made that difference together. Amazing listeners, amazing viewers, amazing podcast partners and content creators all coming together and we've raised over $70,000. But this year, we're going to make our biggest difference to date and we're going to raise $25,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Tune into the event at twitch.tv slash livestream for the cure starting May 18th as we're joined again by podcast partners and content creators from around the world to help the Cancer Research Institute crush cancer together we will make a difference and we are back all right guys disney plus drops an exclusive that's right guys a remake of peter pan peter pan and wendy we didn't go to the movie theater to watch it so we can't talk about a movie theater going experience but mark are you a big fan of peter pan and the peter pan mythology uh no i wouldn't say i'm a big fan of it uh it's one of those things where if i watch a peter pan movie i'm into it and then soon afterwards i kind of forget about it until the next peter pan movie comes out so uh, yeah i remember i liked the disney movie i liked the cartoon i wouldn't say i'm a uh, a huge uh peter pan stan for lack of a better word <laughs> uh, i don't remember the uh the complete mythology of it all right aubrey litchfield how about you and peter pan um, I wasn't big on Disney's Peter Pan. Like, I didn't mind it, but I didn't watch it obsessively like I did Lion King and Aladdin. There, I, I do know some people that like super love Peter Pan, but yeah, it it was never my thing. I I liked Hook because I like Robin Williams, but uh, honestly, I I haven't really kept up with the the whole like Peter Pan you know, cinematic universe and, and all of the, the movies that have, have come out with it. I mean, I, I did like the Peter Pan level in Kingdom Hearts, but oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Again, I mean, it, it wasn't, wasn't my thing. All right. Well, you know, for me, I, I'm not a Disney fan. I don't like Disney animated movies from back in the day. So a lot of these remakes are lost on me. I have no nostalgic pull towards it. I know I saw, Peter Pan animated movie at some point when I was a kid. I know, I know I did. I remember it, but I don't like care. I thought it was kind of whack to be honest with you. So, you know, when you could watch stuff like star Wars, like why would you care about this whack ass stuff? <laughs> this is how I always felt about Disney stuff. It, it, I was like five and it felt like it was too kiddie, <laughs> which is bad, which is bad. I guess, I guess that's why they bought Marvel in a uh, star Wars. Honestly, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> they, you don't like you don't like Disney stuff, but Disney now owns the stuff that you like. So right, right, right. <laughs> they they jumped on board that stuff. Um, regardless of how you feel about what they've done with the franchise since, that was the idea. Was they they had girls on lockdown with animation and princesses, and they were gonna you know buy these boys boy brands. 
and take over the boys aisle. So they immediately replaced all the main characters with females, which is a great, <laughs> idea, great idea. Really, really smart people in charge over there. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> so I have no nostalgic pull towards this. So it's just a, a movie and, you know, people out there wondering, why are you guys reviewing this? Well, you know, guys behind the scenes a little bit. Sometimes there's a lull in the schedule. I know Mark was really upset to not have to go to the movies this week. I was um, like, I've been there all this whole, like for the past three months. What do you mean? I can't go to the movies. It's coming back. It's coming back again. Don't <laughs> you worry, Mark. It's coming back. But, uh, you know, there wasn't really anything new that came out this week. Uh, so we picked something that was somewhat in our wheelhouse that is, you know, you know, of streaming a newer release, uh, Mark. I know you're worried, but well, you got one, two, three, four, five weeks in a row coming up of going oh, to the movies. Son of a bitch! I mean, yay! Yeah, Pod, Pod before, before life. life. <laughs> this is some kind of no weeks off bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's never going to get old. Anyway, so uh, it looks like we're all just kind of not exactly Peter Pan fans, but you know, maybe. Maybe this is the one to turn us around. So non-spoiler to start, and then we'll drop the sound drop delineating spoilers. So you'll know that it's time to go if you haven't seen the movie, though. I mean, who the hell doesn't know the story of Peter Pan? So it's not. Can you really spoil this movie? Right. <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit. So uh, there'll be spoilers once we hit the sound drop. You'll know. But for now, stick around. You get to hear at least what we thought. And we'll get started. Non-spoiler. Marcellus Reagans, what did you think of Peter Pan? And Wendy. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was a little disappointed in this movie. Uh, I thought, even though I, I didn't know, even though I'm not like a big Peter Pan fan, it felt like they were going to give us the quintessential like Peter Pan adventure. You know what I mean? You got the Disney money behind it. You got a, a somewhat named director behind it. I'm like, oh, this is going to be this is going to be it. I mean, forget the fact that it's premiering on Disney+. Plus. This is going to be like the the John Favreau's Iron Man of the Peter Pan <laughs> universe. That's what I was expecting. And the movie uh it was disappointing. It doesn't it doesn't quite work. It it's too much like they're trying to to pay tribute to the animated one, but also redo the book, but also do something new and and still get it in under a certain time frame and it just doesn't work. So yeah, I was disappointed by this movie. Wow. Aubrey Litchfield, what about you? I thought this movie was trash. <laughs> trash? Yeah, and if I never watch it again, I'll be so happy. I'm trash. <laughs> Is there a big groundswell for you to rewatch movies that you don't like? I don't know. <laughs> I'm never watching it again. All right. Even anything? if Noah's like, hey, can we watch this movie? I'll be like, no. So anything you want to add non-spoiler? No. No, I'll just get into it <laughs> later. All right. Uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, guys, but I also did not like this movie. Oh. <laughs> it's uh, It was long. It felt like it was five hours long, and it was only an hour and a half, and it's just a mess. It's just a goddamn mess, and there's so many problems with this movie, um, from casting to story even direction, which was shocking to me because I know the director has a pretty decent pedigree. And I was uh, really surprised at how shit some of it looked at times. There's some decently decent things in here, I think, that we could talk about in spoilers. 
um, that were okay, but nothing that made me say, well, I'm glad I at least watched this. Uh, nothing at all elevated this movie past like, holy crap, when is this going to be over? Like, this was like a chore. This is one of those weeks when it's a chore. Like, I'm like, oh, God, we got to watch this movie for the podcast. And I'm like, trying and I'm trying and I'm trying. It's like, oh, God. And I push up on the remote and it's like, oh, God, there's still it felt like the movie ended and there was still like 45 minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh, Jesus Christ. And, and I was just so tired. And I was like, oh, God, this was brutal. And I just watched Hook. So it was like a Peter Pan weekend. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my God, I can't take any more Peter Pan at this point. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was just not a fan. And this movie is basically a mess. And it, I can see why it wasn't released theatrically. But I, I don't even know why it was made in the state that it was. So uh, not a fan. So it does not sound like any of us are recommending you check it out. But, you know, maybe you already have. You want to stick around and hear what we thought a little more in depth. We're going to drop the drop and spoil Peter Pan and Wendy. One clear spoiler. Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. (laughs) All right. Here comes the challenging part, guys. I want to hear some things that you liked about this movie. Markellis Reagan's anything you're you're gonna get you're gonna have something there's gotta be something you like of course i will of course there's something i liked uh all right so things that i liked about this movie i thought jude law as captain hook was actually really good uh captain hook is a scene as a character that you know it's very easy to be a a scene chewer for that character you know you can just go in and just go over the top and i like the fact that he played the character very like serious and and sinister and kind of evil uh, and I thought that was really cool. You know, I, it, it's been a while since I've seen a Captain Hook that was kind of like a badass. Um, so I like that. I thought Jude Law was really good. Uh, I thought the crocodile scene was amazing. Because, <laughs> I, again, if you've seen Peter Pan, you know there's a crocodile in it. They treated that scene like almost like a monster movie. Like it was just chomping people and it was coming out of nowhere. And I thought that was actually really, really cool. I was hoping that. Uh, we'll get a little bit more of that. Um, but, you know, one good scene, uh, I guess, is all they had. The uh, That's all they had in the budget for, is to do that one really cool scene. Um, I like how they really tried to mimic some of the classic Peter Pan images from the animated movie. Uh, you know, they don't, it's not a complete cut and paste, but they definitely try to uh, relive some of that some of the magic of the cartoon uh, in live action, which is what you want out of a, a Disney live action one. You don't want it like um, completely one for one, but you want, you want it to be almost like the, when Aladdin did a whole new world, you know, something that's, that's unique, but also reminds you of the original one. So I thought they did a good job on a couple of scenes for that. Uh, and the use of the um, you can fly song, which I was afraid they were going to start singing <laughs> in a part where they started flying. But the fact that they just put the music in a background, I thought that was actually pretty cool. But uh, yeah, and then that's that's pretty much it. Uh, there's a couple of things that are like, you know, middling to OK, but that's pretty much the things that I actually really, really enjoyed about it. Wow. All right. Not much. Not much. But uh, it's, it's only going to get worse, guys. Aubrey, <laughs> can we drag anything out of you that you liked in this movie? Yeah, the crocodile scene was good. And uh, I didn't recognize Jim Gaffigan as me. And I think that that's a feat all on its own because he's he's pretty recognizable. His voice is pretty recognizable. His stand-up is always very monotone. 
So it was interesting to see him in a different light. You know, I haven't seen him in anything other than him being himself. So I did kind of enjoy that. And yeah, that was it. Um, I mean, I well, the the green screen looked really good. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I liked the idea of uh, where they were and everything. I guess if you take it away, like I wasn't like, oh, wow, they, they really do look like they're there. But I did like um, the concept art for that. <laughs> hmm. It's really pulling it out there. I know <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Oh, man. I mean, I think I liked more stuff in this than you guys did. I thought some of the uh, special effects when they were flying, uh, some of the sequences when they were flying were really well done. I thought they were pretty interesting looking and, and they were well done uh, special effects wise. Um, I actually liked uh, Mila Jovovich's daughter in the movie. I think she did a good job. I don't, she didn't have a lot to, I mean, she was like the main character, but she didn't have a ton to do that really that much of the movie. But I, I, I kind of get a weird vibe from her. Like, I think she could be like a teenage action star. <laughs> well, considering her mom is like this know, resident I'm, I'm, evil. Like, su- <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised like her mom and like her dad haven't been like, we're going to make like a hybrid, like stranger things X the raid movie with you in it. Oh my God. Like, you, you, you say that but, now that's, it's going to be coming soon now. Put put it out there in the world. I'm just saying, like, you know, she's got the pedigree. I, I know she trains uh, in some sort of combat sport, so she has a background in it. it it's a wide open market, man. <laughs> really, I'm trying to think the last time there was a, a movie with a true, like, teenage girl in it as the action protagonist. I think it was the last one I can think of was Chocolate. I don't know if you ever saw that, Mark. Uh, I did see that a while ago. Um, oh, there, was, there was also... Kick-Ass had a teenage female protagonist oh right yeah so yeah. that that's probably the last mainstream one i mean no there the was um, right there there was hannah the movie hannah uh and the tv show hannah hannah and her sisters it's not <laughs> an action movie it's a different hannah <laughs> hannah montana <I> <laughs> hannah montana but, v lizzie mcguire coming that's right <laughs> my money's on <laughs> hannah um Kirby and the love bug <laughs> That was Lindsay Lohan. Irby yeah. goes bananas 2099 or whatever it was that she was in. Um, so, yeah, I, I actually I didn't I, I was kind of wary because I'm like a uh, nepotism baby that looks so much like her parents. Like you can't ignore it on screen. But I thought she did a good job with what she had to work with. I thought she had a good job mm-hmm. out of all of the kid actors in this movie. That's the only one I would say I wouldn't mind seeing them in another project. Um, I thought Jude Law was awesome in this. I think he knows exactly what kind of movie he's in, and he's just chewing the piss out of the scenery. I thought he was <laughs> really good in this. Um, there were a couple of songs that started, like the pirates would start singing, and it was like, oh, it's going to be cool. Maybe it's going to be a musical. Obviously, they didn't, it wasn't, but some of the songs were a little bit um, catchy, and uh, that's really it. Mm. <laughs> that's all I got for this movie of things I liked. So let's get into the, the real nitty gritty guys. What are the things you didn't like? Marcellus Reagan. Uh, starting off with the pirate songs. I thought those songs were dumb. Even I was while, pissed off that they just cut them off. They didn't even like let them finish the song. Like just go with it. Now they put in enough I'm, of those. Songs. I'm glad they cut them off. I too did not like them. Right. I'm like, even watching the uh, lyrics on the screen, I'm like, this is just, this is garbage. Why, why are we doing this? But 
whatever. It, that's fine. Uh, I'm glad you liked them, Joey. This movie speeds through its plot points like a freight train. It is like quick, quick, quick. Even though, and like you said, Joey, it's it's a short movie. It's technically a short movie. I mean, you could tell they're trying to squeeze a lot into it. But like the first, I don't know, three quarters of this movie, they're just like zipping through like plot points, and it makes no sense at all. Like, how does how do they know about Peter Pan and Captain Hook? Like, how do they know that story? Like, I thought this was a sequel. Like, I thought these kids already went off on a Peter Pan adventure. So I guess the mom read the story to them or something. I, it, it just seemed like they were like, all right, we got to get these kids to Neverland. Like, we got to do it right now, right now. And a lot of this movie completely depends on your existing knowledge of previous versions of Peter Pan. Like, I wanted this to be a Batman Begins <laughs> Peter Pan story. And it's not. It, it really depends on your your kind of history with the past versions of the book and the cartoons and the movies. They had other characters in there. Tinkerbell, who I liked the actress. She didn't have anything to do. Uh, Tiger Lily, again, liked the actress. She had like two scenes. Didn't really. She played a kind of part, big part in the story, but not really. Uh, John and Michael, again, the kids were good. They had nothing to do. I'm like, why are they even in this movie? It's uh, it's obviously it's Peter and Wendy's story, but man, they could have gave them some kind of character development or something. It's anything to do. But yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I, I will agree with you, Joey. I did thought the movie was over and I like hit the up button and saw that there was still like 25 minutes left. I'm like, holy shit, oh, what, what is happening? <laughs> Seriously. All right, Aubrey. So this movie was trash. Take it away. Right. So it was hard to even just sit down and watch this movie. Like Max turned it on, made me watch it. He's like, all right, we got to get this on podcast. And I was like, and I kept getting up to go wander around the house and I was trying really hard not to watch this movie. It just, it didn't keep my attention at all. And it, um, you know, it didn't keep my attention at all. And then on top of that, it's like, there's nothing compelling. It it went too fast. Like Markella said, the editing was very, fast on everything it was very fast paced so if you're not paying attention you're just you're gonna be lost and i didn't really like the peter pan and hook being friends i just thought that, that was stupid i didn't like the songs i really didn't um i thought that they were misplaced and annoying and i didn't really like tiger lily i thought that it was really stupid that she was talking in a foreign language the whole movie <laughs> Like, I get where they were going, but Damn nobody, <laughs> nobody knows, like, why are we doing that? Why? It's, I don't remember stupid. the first movie from, like, when I was a kid, but apparently, like, it her depiction in it, it's super racist. So I guess they tried to keep the character, but give her something to do that wasn't ridiculously racist. But I don't remember what the hell happened in the racist. movie. Yeah, it was very racist in the cartoon, and um, like they had a whole song that was racist too. So I I see that they cut that out, but then she's also like, she's very misplaced. They could have done a lot better with her. I didn't like Wendy being like the heroine of the movie. I don't fucking care. She's stupid. Tinkerbell's the real MVP. She gives everybody the ability to fly. And then she doesn't even fucking talk in, until, like, they have a bond or whatever. And then she's like, oh, thank you for hearing me. And they, they 
did that girl dirty. She she should have had a much better role than she did in yeah, and it just it wasn't good. <laughs> it, just, it really was. It just I see why it went immediately to streaming. There was so many things that they failed on that should have been better and they just didn't they missed the mark tenfold. This is not a good Peter Pan rendition. I would just much rather watch the animated one. All right. All right. Well, I, I'm going to be in the same boat as you guys. I had a lot of issues with this. I think the first big problem this movie has is that Peter Pan sucks in this movie. <laughs> so, no offense. You know, I don't want to be an asshole to a kid actor, but I, I that if that's the best person that auditioned for the role, holy shit, I'd hate to see the worst. Just not good at all. And part of it isn't even really his fault. It's the script. I mean, in, yeah. this, in this movie, I mean, he's basically a wuss. Um, Wendy is the boss girl who don't need no man and <laughs> is the main character of the movie. And he's basically a supporting character in his own story, um, on top of being kind of a wuss bag. And worst of all, he's, uh, he's the villain of the movie. <laughs> it, it's completely his fault. <laughs> they, they introduce this weird backstory where he and Captain Hook are friends and blah, blah, blah. And the, the crux of it is that Peter Pan's an asshole. <laughs> like, Okay, like, uh, who am I cheering for now? I don't, I don't understand. So that was rough. Um, the Lost Boys, they were fine, I guess. But like you guys said, they there was really they have to be there because that's the story. But they didn't do anything, right? Like, I, don't, I don't know. Um, and with uh, Peter being kind of the villain because of what he did to Hook, it it, it makes Hook sympathetic, and it's, it kind of like ruins the whole movie, like it. It, it it works kind of as like tropes like you don't you can't reimagine some of this stuff like and, and it works because it's so tropey he's just a bad guy because he's a bad guy like that's just the way it is the fucking kids movie um so that's frustrating and then what what's even worse is that he if he grew up in that like thing with peter pan or like didn't grow up you know what i mean he knew where their base was the entire time but he didn't go attack it until Wendy was there. Uh, maybe they moved around. <laughs> maybe they moved. But it's it, it had his name carved on the door. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so he knew like where his arch nemesis was sleeping for like 17 years and didn't do anything about it until, right. <laughs> until the boss girl that don't need no man showed up. Um, <laughs> So that was frustrating. Tiger Lily. I mean, just take the character out of the movie. (laughs) She has nothing to do, but she's somehow also the boss of the Lost Boys, but she doesn't live with them. What? No, she's just like the uh, she's like the the Lando Calrissian. Like she's not part of the group. She just kind of has her own thing. But she's the one that saves Peter at the end. So she kind of has to be there. Of course she is. Of course she's the one that (laughs) saves Peter. It's not Peter Pan's movie, despite his name being on, on top of the poster. He it's, died. Every, Spoiler every other character is is more important than Peter Pan and Peter Pan. So. <laughs> Peter Pan died, dude. That's the dude's practically thing. fucking Constable Zuvo in this movie. <laughs> that's that's a deep cut for somebody out there. Yeah. But all right, it's not that bad. But he he doesn't really do much. Like I don't know. I just did not like a lot of this movie and a lot of the choices it made. Um, Tinkerbell was awful. I feel bad for the actress. Um, 
the when she would the first time she talked and it just like bells came out, I almost fell out of my chair fucking laughing. It was so stupid. That's how it's um, supposed to be. That's in the that's like the original Tinkerbell thing. She talks and you hear bells. I know, but I having especially having just watched Hook and I, I hate Julia Roberts. I hate her Julia Roberts a lot. But they I think they handled it better in that one so that you know, she can talk like she can actually be in scenes and do things in scenes with the other characters in the movie. This one, it felt like all of Tinkerbell's scenes were shot afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Because she would just be standing there and a close up her and she'd look to the side and be like, oh, <laughs> like, that's all she did for the whole movie. <laughs> I guess it's it's quick, easy work if you could get it. But man, that was that was bad. I felt, felt like they did that actress dirty. And, and I don't know. It just like it, it was just not good <laughs> and not bad enough to laugh at. So, right. you know, you can, you guys can hate on having watched twisted pair all you want, but that was funny. And you'll remember that for the rest of your lives. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Peter Pan and Wendy, you'll be, I, bet, I still have pictures in my phone. <laughs> I bet you'll be hard pressed even by the end of the year when we're doing our best and worst, even remember you guys saw this movie. So yeah, you're right. It's just that's the, the the absolute kiss of death to me for a movie. It's not good. It's not so bad. It's fun. It's just forgettable. It's not even as forgettable as stuff like Uncharted because it's not going to be playing on the TV at the gym or anything. It's just legitimately like it's almost like you got abducted by aliens and you had missing time. <laughs> like you just it just an hour and a half of your life is gone <laughs> and it meant nothing. So, um, yeah, I just it just I just not feel this movie at all. So. I think the only thing left to do is to give it a score. Zero to five. Five being the best. Zero being the worst. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got for Peter Pan and Wendy? I'm going to give it a one and a half. Right. I thought about a one, but I'm, I'm going to give it a one and a half. That crocodile scene was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah. Okay. One and a half. Mark Ellis Riggins. Well, I'm actually going to agree with Ari. I'm also going to give it a one and a half. Uh, it's it's like you said, Joey. It's not so terrible that you can actually laugh at it. You know, there is some competency behind the camera. It's just that the story doesn't quite get there, um, and just those couple of scenes does not elevate it at all. So, yeah, I'm gonna put it at a one and a half. Yeah, um, I agree with you guys. I'm also at a one and a half out of five. And and same thing, Mark, you know, it, it's not even so bad to get angry when you're watching it. It just feels like a bit of an endurance test and you, it, you just feel nothing <laughs> as you watch it. So uh, it's a one and a half for me. Just not feeling this at all. Doesn't sound like any of us did. Maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Somebody out there had to have loved this movie. Uh, but let us know on social media if what, what you thought. And now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up. We're going to get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got? Um, the new Zelda came out in well, I'm not playing it because it's pretty boring. <laughs> it, I hear it has fantastic reviews, and the people that actually like Zelda like it. So if you like Zelda, go get it. If you're in the same camp as me and you don't really care about Zelda too much, um, maybe replay some Pokemon. Because that's what I'm doing. All right. Marcellus Reagans, how about you? Uh, a show I've been watching recently, it's called Jury Duty. Uh, it's available <laughs> on Freebie. It's like a like a prank show, um, but it's mainly uh, a guy that gets put into jury duty. 
uh, and everyone around him, including the judge, are all actors. He's the only one that doesn't know that he's being filmed for a prank TV show. And uh, a few episodes in, and the characters are are, are ridiculous, uh, and it's it's actually pretty funny. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I don't know how how far of the season I'm into. I'm, I might be close to the halfway point, uh, but so far it's pretty funny. So if you like uh, like goofy, I hate to compare it to The Office because it is by the guys that do. Uh, the Office and Parks and Rec, uh, so it does have a good pedigree behind it, but it's free on Freebie, so you can definitely check out the first episode and see if you like it. If you do, then keep watching it. I think it's uh, actually pretty funny. All right. Well, I will suggest you go to SoWizardPodcast.com, where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Links to all our video and Patreon content as well at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We'll be there. Check out our aforementioned YouTube channel. There's hours of free exclusive content there. Uh, Adam just dropped some really cool unboxing videos of some Star Wars stuff that he got. There's some interviews and reviews as well, so go check that out. Uh, Our Patreon, of course, if you want to monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content every single month, it's a place where you can hear our discussion on the hottest nerd news and trailers as well as our star wars video podcast and uh you get a just joey minisode every month where i talk a little bit about behind the scenes and what's coming up on the show so uh patreon.com backslash so is our podcast if you want to monetarily support us uh what do we got for recommendations i ain't got shit i have not been doing anything so i don't have much to recommend Uh, i did get the second volume of the newest version of savage avengers from Marvel, uh, and it's uh, it's great. It's probably the, well, like one of my favorite comics of last year. Uh, unfortunately, it ended, so it's only the two trades. So grab those. I think that you would really enjoy it. Uh, Savage Avengers is great. I've just loved it. I was recommended it before on here, but now it's a complete series. Two trades, both of them on Amazon or at your local comic shop. So grab them. Head out to the movie theater and go see Fast X. Because that, my friends, is what we will be reviewing next week on the podcast. And, of course, don't forget to tune in to see us and everyone else on live stream for The Cure coming up this weekend. If you're listening to this as it drops and uh, support uh, all of us as we try to raise money to fight cancer. So that's going to do it. Episode number 458 of the So Wizard podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. So long, peons. See you Saturday. <laughs> bad form <laughs> and the expert mr marquee markellis reagan everybody have yourself a great week and wakanda forever that's right guys we'll see you guys next week because it's going to be all about family when we talk about fast x good journey